Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And we're trying to find the best EV charging station on the public network in Ireland here on Lunchtime Live today. 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, Aidan has gotten contact. Aidan, well, what's your experience of using the public system? Hey, Andrea. Um, I suppose the first point is none of them are covered in my experience. So if it's raining, which unfortunately we're in the wrong country, uh, you're going to get a wetting because... Um, Sometimes, not all the time, you'll find that the EV chargers don't engage initially, so you may have to reset it and, and go back into the app and this kind of thing. So, um, I think we are, as Eric said, like we, we are behind. You know, I was in, uh, I travelled from Westport to Manchester and back there two weeks ago, and we're actually further ahead, as far as I can see, in, in Ireland than we are in the UK at the moment, So, which is a good, is a positive. Okay. Um, I suppose one of the points that the, that lady made was actually, and just jumped into my mind, that I found that the, the EV charge point especially at, the, at the, the garages, are put in the corner and away. So for maybe for a, a person on their own, um, it's not really safe. I was in Bandalac at 1.30 last week, 1.30 in the morning, sorry, last week, and um, it is, it's pushed into the corner. You, you saw that one yourself, mm. there, and you drove past it. So if you're there late at night on your own, it's not ideal. So, I mean, I think the garages are, uh, while they're, they are facilitating them, I think they do need to think about them a bit better, you know, and just not ram them into corners. And do put some cover on them. It doesn't take a lot to put a, a little roof over some of the EV chargers. Yeah, no, that, that is a fair point. Um, Derek Riley from Nevo.ie is still with us here as well. Like, Derek, when you're talking about people making the transition from the petrol or the diesel into the um, into the electric car, like Aidan's point around the accessibility of the charging point stations, is it some, like, Is there a reason the charging points are put where they're put? Yeah, at the moment, a lot of it was convenience, get them away from the petrol forecourt, number one. You have to think about the safety aspect as well. It's a high-powered station. You don't really want that mixing with fuels that are highly flammable, so there's an element of keeping it away from that. But definitely locations can do a better job of where they position them. They can put a roof over them. They can put lighting there. They can put CCTV there. And so people need to feel safe when they're charging because when you're locked in and you're charging, you can't exactly make a quick getaway if, if something does happen. Um, but you want to make people that make that transition, you definitely want to make sure that um, it puts the accessibility of it as well. So instead of having three bays like your previous caller was talking about, it may mean that you reduce that down to two bays, but somebody in a wheelchair can get out of their vehicle, can get around and can operate the charging station. Mm. It's not up on a pedestal, it's not up on a curb, it's not blocked away by bollards. We need to be starting to maybe set a standard as to what we expect these chargers to do. And I know that he was in Manchester there a couple of weeks ago, but like we're not inventing the wheel here. It's already on the continent and there are a couple of years ahead of us of what an actual proper EV charging station should look like with multiple chargers, covered CCTV lighting, easy access, tap to pay. Like you shouldn't have to download an app. You shouldn't have to give somebody your data. So there's lots of things that we could be doing right, but we're just not doing yet. But I think that, that tipping point is coming. Yeah. Kiri, you're still on the line as well. Um, what, was, yeah. what other point did you want to make on this? I was just wondering as to the possibility of um, putting like electric, fast electric charging stations outside substations. You know, if they're talking about power, you know, the accessibility of power. Is that a possibility, Derek? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and what you can see is you, you can definitely start to see on the grid where there's not that there's much extra capacity anywhere because of everything is, is going electric nowadays. But 
uh, you will start to see charging stations pop up not beside the traditional petrol forecourt. You will start to see, you know what, we're going to put a charging station there. So, like, around the Dublin metropolitan region, you're going to start to see uh, charging hubs for people who don't have home chargers, who live in apartments, could be for taxi drivers that want to just charge their car mm. fast and head off then after half an hour, 40 minutes. But that's usually all you need. Mike and Donegal is texting and he's wondering, is there enough power on the grid to support all of the chargers at the minute? At the moment, it's not about the power on the grid. It's more so about the capacity of the wiring going to certain sites. But also, yeah, where the power is located. So at, there is enough power on the grid. And, and very much like people say, oh, if everybody goes electric, you know, the grid won't be able to take it. The grid can take it. It's just making sure that when we put in the infrastructure that we are planning in advance, we're putting in uh, redundancy, we're putting in enough chargers that uh, can slow charge when they have to or fast charge or have that load balancing. So definitely... And again, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Mm. Everybody and other countries are doing it already. Yeah. Aidan, how long is too long to spend in the uh, charging bay and the public system? Um, I, 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 again, what, what, what um, Jerry said, I think people, as long as you get to your 80% or, or as you complete your journey, I should say, not necessarily a percentage, but um, you see, there's a 30, after 30 minutes, you have, have, a, have a, an overstay charge, so... Um, that helps to uh, kick people off the charges. So that's the right word to use. But um, I think going back to it's, it's there's a learning curve. Um, there's a learning curve for the users. I definitely learn a curve for garages because there's an app that, in the navigation in the car you had should have been able to give you the location of all the charges. Mm. It's in my car. Yeah. Um, you know, I can talk to the car, ask it where's the charger. It'll tell me. If you have all the apps, you can put in your. There's there's, there's numerous apps you can have. Um, you know, so there's education there for garages and the people to understand. Oh how yeah, it's very the much in the it's infancy yeah. to a certain extent, you know, isn't it? It's you know, it's been yeah. it's definitely been a real eye opener for sure. Um, uh, Mark is in the line in Offaly. Well, Mark, you've been listening to this conversation. What's uh, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, afternoon, uh, Andrea. Yeah, my, look, my thoughts on it are that we have a minister for uh, transport who's uh, Amy Ryan. Uh, a, a green TD, uh, and over the past number of months, there have been different uh, topics and discussions regarding the uh, amount of EV chargers. Like as Minister for Transport, my own thought on it is that he should be introducing legislation whereby each service station has a minimum a minimum amount of EV chargers in ratio to the number of pumps that they have. So, for example, if you're travelling to uh, Donegal or wherever you stop off, say one of the large fitting stations off the motorway, say which has 16 pumps, there should be at least eight or nine EV chargers there, because the the the, the government is trying to get uh, people to uh, use more electric vehicles, and unless on, on, on the guarantee and the reassurance for them, if that's not there, they're not going to buy into the idea. Mm. Build it and they'll come. Well, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, it's hard to disagree with you. I mean, I think that sounds like a fantastic idea. And the amount of people that told me over the weekend, uh, you know, we don't have enough charging points. I actually think that there's there's loads of charging points, but they should all just be faster ones. Exactly, and I do know there was that you did have a uh, uh, guest on there earlier, and they were talking about the ESB and the challenges which they face in terms of the grid and uh, connections and what have you. Ironically, the uh, the Minister for Energy is also Eamon Ryan, which is a bit ironic. Okay. Liam is on the line as well. Uh, Liam, what's your view on all of this? 
Well, uh, hi, how are you doing? Good. I just it was very interesting when I heard this because we um, were planning a, 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 an actual service station in uh, near Newcastle, West County, Limerick, which is on the main N21, you know, from Dublin down to Kerry. Mm. And it's kind of like halfway. And we had a pre-planning meeting with Limerick County Council and uh, they were very interested in encouraging us to include a significant electric vehicle charging area in our, in our, uh, in our site. So what we're planning at the moment, we're actually planning to include a 30 birth covered charging area. 30? Uh, yeah, 30 birth. very yeah. impressively. Because we're, we want to kind of cater for the future and they want to cater for the future as well. So that's going to be in our plans. We're currently in the process of doing, doing the plans. They'll probably finish in a couple of months and we can forward them on to you with, in the future, and I might even be interested in talking to the guy from Nevo as well. Yeah, uh, about advice about on this. And you're going to cover them. We're going to cover them, and we're going to have a covered walkway that bring you to the toilets area and the food service area, and that's going to be <clears throat> a little bit away from the the, the normal twelve berth uh, diesel petrol uh, station as yeah. well. Yeah, so it'll near but, it'll nearly effectively, if you're to look at the plans from how you've described Liam, it'll nearly look like it's two petrol stations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it will look like. Two kind of separate ones, but there will be that covered walkway that will go to a joint kind of like a, a rest area, a toilet area, and then there will be another walkway then to uh, to the food area. And uh, all fast chargers, or what kind of chargers are you talking about? Well, that's what we have to uh, talk to the county council because they were saying that Electric Ireland and themselves aren't quite, you know, on the same page about this yet, uh, and we're going to have to have future meetings with both Electric Ireland and Limerick County Council. Uh, but whatever the the best possible charges that are out there at the time, we're going to we're, we're going to be doing that. Yeah. Well, Derek, I yeah. think that sounds great. Or Liam, I should say that sounds fantastic. If I'm in the future now, if I'm heading to Limerick or Kerry direction, will be if I ever if I ever end up back in an electric car for an experience again, would have to make sure we we pull into charge. Um, like Derek, that's kind of I mean, it's all the future proof and planning yeah. at this stage. Absolutely, and, and and we definitely get you into an electric car, number one. Number two, what Liam is talking about there, it's coming down the track. You know, there's a couple of co- companies in the United Kingdom that only do electric forecourts. So they have all electric fast chargers, they have a post office, they have a shop, they have a coffee shop inside. So very similar to what we have currently on the motorways that we're, we're seeing in Ireland, but in the UK they have them with only electric chargers. And that is going to be the future. At the moment there is a bit of crossover between fully electric and petrol but there will be a mix and match but it's great to hear the likes of Liam what he's talking about yeah, there absolutely. there's going to be more yeah, of that going for, as well for, for sure uh, no unfortunately I have to drop my my uh, my the uh, i4 e drive <laughs> off I have to drop it back now this afternoon but sure look all good things come to an end maybe maybe another day Derek will get a spin in it uh, Derek O'Reilly there from Nevo to all of the callers thanks a million for your time lunchtime live at newsdog.com that's the email address if you want to get in touch with us Sean will be here next I'll be back tomorrow at midday have a great afternoon Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.